Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Get ready. It's time for Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's late night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. Hey there. Hey there. Hancock and Kelly. Yeah, it is. I'm back. Here we are. It's about time. Yeah. You've been gone. You you leave. You, you go out of town. I'm here by myself. Oh, it's, you weren't. You had Braxton and your son in here last week, goofing or, around. It's not good. Um, we did. Co- uh, we did get to shoot a little pool. To, yeah, today. you were like the babysitter last week, mm-hmm. being the old guy with the I two wa- youngins. Oh, and I had to let them in the building, which uh-huh. was and the, and the highway was closed. Really? So Forty was closed. Why? Oh, they had some accident. Yeah, yeah I heard that. And so, you know me, my sense of direction. Well, I mean, this guy so, can't find his way to his backyard from buddy, his family room. I had to get off at Vandeventer. Uh huh. I've never in my life gotten off at. You know, Vandeventer. there's a White Castles right there. I have no idea. There. It's Vandeventer. <laughs> so I get off at Vandeventer, and I'm thinking I got to get, and I've got to hit the little button to open the gate right. for Braxton and, and Junior. Uh-huh. And I'm talking to him on the phone. I'm talking to PJ over here. We got, I mean, it's it's terrible. And somehow I've got to get from Vandeventer down to the station. Wow. I know. And, uh, and and you can't hit the GPS because the GPS tells you to get on the highway. Right. Which you can't do because the highway's closed. Right. So there I am on Vandeventer. Yeah. So I... I decide to do what is often the thing to do. You didn't go down the wrong side of the road, no, did no, you? No, no, no. I followed the guy in front of me. Uh-huh. I figured whoever that guy in front of me is, is going downtown. That's a strategy you've used before? Oh, yeah, yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah, when they close the highway. Yeah, you you just, just assume, like, well, this, yahoo. This guy. What if he's like you? What if the guy's a completely directionless? That would make for a bad <laughs> but so I followed the guy, and you know what? He goes straight through Van Deventer. Uh-huh. He's going in the right direction. I'm thinking this this might work. Uh-huh. And then and then we're going down a little more, and I can see the Eagleton. I can see the arch. Very yeah. important to see the arch because you know if you see the arch, you're kind of going in the right you know direction. Right. <clears throat> so eventually, Michael. Yeah. There I am. Somehow something turned into Shoto. Uh-huh. I don't know how it happened. I don't know where it happened. I don't know why it happened. But suddenly I was on Shoto, which I know. Yeah. 
and it took me past Ameren. It got me down to Tucker, and boom, and then you knew how to I get was. back to the station. <clears throat> and I left, the, I left the kids in the garage, and the rest is history. So. How was the getting home? Was the highway still closed? Yes. Yeah. So uh, you had to go take a different highway home. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. What I, and I don't want to tell you what I did. Well, he doesn't like to talk, <laughs> folks, so I'll brilliant. do this talking for him. Yeah. But this guy, he, he uh, honest to God, I, I don't know how he gets uh, when he goes to the mall and he parks his automobile. I don't know how he that. finds his car uh, when he gets back. Often Further, don't. I'm not sure how he gets to his backyard from his couch. Well, uh, because this guy can get lost anywhere. I don't do that that often. So, this is no lie. One day Hancock asked me, Matt. Um, one day Hancock asked me to take him to a building that was literally across the street from us. No, he no, says, no. Can you drive no, me no, over the Matt? No, it's no. a block. From us. No, no. You no. wanted to go to the old Multi- court building. Multiple blocks. Okay, John. How many blocks? Uh, several. Okay, several being three, four, five. No, six. that they. It you, was now blocks. you're being. Fo- you're just a- not telling the truth. I am telling the truth. No, he needed me, and then he says to me, he goes, "Well, shoot, I didn't realize this was so close." And I said, "Well, I've been trying to tell you for the last ten minutes when you were asking me to drive you there. It was very hot. That it would be easier for you just to walk there. I'm very hot. I could have had a heat stroke. Could have been bad." And then he says to me one day, he said, we're going to the ball game, of course, on my dime uh, and my tickets. And um, You have good tickets. And he said, <laughs> right, <laughs> do you hear that? <laughs> hey, any ticket that's free is good, right? <laughs> yes. He says to me one day, he says, well, how about we park at the station and walk to the ball game? I was like, no, wait a minute. You'll walk 10 blocks, 15 blocks to the ball game, but you won't walk two blocks to your meeting. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I to didn't me. know where I was going. Yeah, and, of course, and you know you don't want to get lost downtown because you're probably going to die. Uh. So, <laughs> you know, and, and the last thing I want to do, I mean, of all the things I don't want to do, the last thing I don't want to do is die. So, yeah. Well, can you uh, afford me a moment of personal privilege here I can. for a second, Michael so, Kelly? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Glad I to have I, you back. I am glad to be back here, but I wanted to talk about a friend of mine named Mike Lyons, and Mike. Uh, uh, Mike passed away this past week, and uh, he's one of the best people I ever met, uh, John. And you would, you and I'd like him. You'd like him for a particular reason. He's a big guy like you and I. Oh, I like. Big I, guys. I like. I like guys who are six foot. Yeah. And oh, you know, over six feet, yeah. and have some size and heft to him. A little heft. Yeah, and, and Mike had some heft to him. Yeah. And uh, and he made it to almost eighty years old. Oh, I really love the guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You don't yeah. see when you see old guys. Yeah. You don't see many tall old guys. No. You always see little old guys. Yeah. Short guys. Little skinny old we guys. We tall guys, we're kind of like big dogs. We're done. We don't last as long no. as yeah. as the little puppies. Yeah. But Mike was one of those guys. Mike got a great story, man. He went to CBC High School. Mm-hmm. Uh and that was at a time that he was in the military. He would hitchhike to school every day in his uniform wow. and the whole bit. He um, had a bunch of family that I met earlier this week. He was in the Soccer Hall of Fame from St. Louis. No way. Yeah. And, John, I'm not lying to you. This man had some of the biggest fingers of any human being I'd ever met. Oh. He gave, they gave him his Soccer Hall of Fame ring, which went on your ring finger. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And he would give it to me, and I literally could put my index and pointer finger. Dang. In the ring that he That's had, a big on his, ring. he was a big man. That's a big ring. Um, but he's a guy I liked. I went and played golf with for the last twenty years. Um, he's just a gentleman. There's bartenders all over St. Louis who know the who what I'm saying and who I'm talking about. 
uh, and Mike Lyons. So, in the and the wake was where? Well, the wake uh, with in these days of COVID, it was a little strange, right? So, the uh, service was at St. Peter's Church out yeah. in St. Charles. Yeah. And then the the post uh, get together was at Sports Cafe, a place that Mike oh, would hang out yeah. at with yeah. me and a lot of the guys. So I there. appreciate that. I want to say to Mike Lyons, as uh, his friends and his family. He is one of the greatest people I've ever met. I miss him, and boy, the memories, I'll cherish him. So thanks for letting me do that. Uh, I'm Mike was a happy to, dude. Yeah. He was a happy, likable fella, and just a prince of a dude. Would do anything for you. You know, when I'm gone, yeah, you're going to do a segment here on the Hancock. Well, when and I'm gone, <laughs> when you're gone, uh, I, I think could be, that could be in a couple of months. There, there, it, it will be a far more eloquent presentation yes. than what just happened well, because I, I, you know, Mike is uh, a good buddy of mine. I just wanted to, and I don't want to drag everybody down, but you know, no, no. Uh, a life well lived deserves to be recognized and celebrated, and celebrated yes. in friendship yes. and. Uh, Boy, do we have a lot to talk about, brother. The we do. football games this weekend. Well, in fact, we're going to have our NFL analyst on after the break here. <laughs> Who's our NFL Well, we, we had him on last week. He's, a young, oh, he's one of the kids. A young huh? fella named John Hancock. <laughs> and he uh, he broke down the game for us last week. And uh, by gosh, he was right. He's going to join us. Oh, I can't wait to hear this. After this on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Green Bay Packers and the Oakland Raiders. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be the St. Louis Rams and the, the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. It'll be the LA Rams. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to point this out before we bring Junior on. Yeah. That 
you, you, this, this operation out at the Hancock World may yeah. be the most technically inept group that oh, I've buddy. ever seen. Uh, we are good. We are into John, technology. It's all good. John, that's not true. We couldn't even get on TV one day because you were having a hard time connecting to the internet. Well, it's it's hard out there. You got you got computers. You got the wires. You got the you know the click on the button things. And I mean, you know, it's well, it's inter- not easy. Introduce our special guest well, and tell him how he's joining us so right now. He's joining us on the Opal, which is some kind of gizmo they gave me during the COVID thing to be on the radio with you, buddy. That's right. And it's on my wife's computer, which is. Uh, old uh but it was one week ago tonight yeah and we had our nfl analyst john hancock on and he said this this who uh who goes to the super bowl i think joe burrow is gonna do it he's a winner i would agree in his past two seasons where he's been healthy he's gotten them to the afc championship game and 15 and 0 at lsu i think this guy's a winner Uh i think he's I don't think Patrick Mahomes would be able to take this Bengals roster to the conference championship like Joe Burrow has. Joe Burrow does not have a top five offensive line. He doesn't have Travis Kelsey. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill. I think Joe Burrow is going to be remembered as the greatest quarterback of this generation when it's all said and done. And it's his opportunity to show it. Well, you know, you know, the apple, as they say, you know, it falls from the tree, but usually not that far. Right. Uh, So joining us now is our NFL analyst, John Hancock. Uh, Well done on your prediction, sir. Well, let me say, first of all, with all due respect to the Kansas City Chiefs and make no mistake, they will be back. The Chiefs have perhaps the most talented team in the NFL, (laughs) a great head coach, and I don't think we will ever see Patrick Mahomes play as poorly as he did in that second half in overtime ever again in the playoffs. However, there were far, far too many people out there who were treating this game like a coronation. Mahomes is the next Brady. You heard the whispers. The Chiefs are an all-time great NFL dynasty. However, those proclamations, those proclamations made a catastrophic mistake, Michael. And that mistake was disregarding one Joseph Burrow. There's just something special about this kid. What else can you say? He's a dog out there. He's unfazed, never shrinks in the moment. Even after his interception in the fourth quarter, he's a second-year quarterback. Didn't matter. He gets right back on the horse and leads his team to victory. Anyone who followed this guy at LSU knew he was the real deal. And Joey B announced himself in a big, big way last night. Wow. Uh, Mr. Kevin, Kevin Wheeler joined us. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that was impressive there, John. So, John, I'd, I'd like your um, uh, thoughts on, well, what about the other game? Can you give us some insight into the... Watch it. You didn't watch Kansas? Uh, uh, I, I saw enough to know that Jimmy Garoppolo is unfortunately as nice of a guy as he is. Um, probably not taking it to a second Super Bowl. Yeah. But he's a handsome fellow, isn't he, though? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, so break down what's going to happen in the Super Bowl for us. Well, I think you know where I'm going with this one. I said it last week. He's a winner, and Joe Burrow is going to deliver again. Let me let me read you this stat. So according to Pro Football Focus, Joe Burrow, the Bengals, have the 20th-ranked offensive line in oh. the entire NFL. That's wow. bottom third, barely, but it's bottom third. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you who else played yesterday. The Rams, seventh, the Chiefs, fifth, and the 49ers, third. This guy has taken a team with one of the worst lines in the league to the Super Bowl. I think anyone has been ridiculous to doubt him so far, and he's going to take it all the way in two weeks and bring the Super Bowl. I never thought I'd say this to Cincinnati. 
Wow. Wow. The, the home of the, uh, what what kind of chili is that they have? That, the Starline Chili in Cincinnati. Skyline. Skyline Yeah, whatever chili. it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take a bath in that if Joey delivers. <laughs> <laughs> not not at my house. Not at my house. Uh, hey, can, can, I, can I tell you this? That's yes. what a number one quarterback looks like. Uh-huh. His second year, he takes the Bengals to the Super Bowl. I hope Trevor Lawrence and Baker Mayfield are looking at that and thinking to themselves, wow. We, we got some work to do. So, but do you think they have it on both sides of the ball and they can handle this uh, LA I'll, Rams I'll team? Tell you this if they could ha- handle Patrick Mahomes, I don't think Matt Stafford, who, like Joe Burrow, was drafted by an incompetent franchise and it took him <laughs> till his 13th year going to a super team to let alone win a game, make a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I, I think they got it on both sides of the ball. When did you um, start to become a part of the Joe Burrow? Uh, legacy and fan club. fan club. When did you when yeah. did you embrace this? So you know, I'm going to be honest with you. It was week 16 of the NFL season. I did my first DraftKings lineup, <laughs> and uh, I had Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, ironically enough, against the Chiefs, and they were able to deliver some good money for me. So ever since then, I'm <laughs> how, ride or die how, for how Joey. much. How much money did they uh, deliver to you, big boy? It was five thousand dollars off hey. a fifty dollar wager. Are you serious? That's what the man said. And yeah, and you know why, Michael? Because I just knew. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't have any advanced stats. It was five minutes before kickoff. I thought to myself, Joe Burrow, he's a winner. <laughs> well, you can't uh, you can't doubt your gut. Mm, your gut uh, clearly delivered for you. You know, you know what you do at a hotel, son. When you you go to the hotel and you're staying there, and the, the and the gal comes in and she cleans your room. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it makes the bed, it cleans the shower, uh, and dusts all the furniture. Uh, what you do is you leave a tip for that person. And, you know, you're... I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you what song I'm listening to right now. <laughs> you ever heard of The Stranger by Billy Joel? I'm moving out. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we are, we're all moving out of the hotel at some point. And, but you leave a tip behind. Uh, for the kind people that cleaned your room and, and took care of things, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sniffing around uh, looking for the tip. I mean, if I was listening to you on my NFL advice, I can tell you I wouldn't have come close to sniffing that five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> well, John Junior, congratulations! Hey, thanks for coming in here last week and sitting in with the old man and uh, Braxton. Of course, always a pleasure. Was it fun? It was. Did it your was. dad tell some dad jokes? Uh, you know, he did. And unfortunately, uh, quite a few quite got a to f- talk about, got to talk about curling though, which is always thrilling. <laughs> yeah. What, what was that all about? Why were you guys talking about Braxton? Curling? He's into curling. Yeah. That's weird. You know who else is into curling? Uh, uh, Mark Bolger. Mark Bolger. Yes. Now that's kind of cool that the man's going to go from being, yeah. well, I, I don't know. We ought to ask our analyst what kind of football uh, yeah, players so, he yeah, was. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about the curling there? Uh, NFL analyst, John Hancock. About the curling or Mark Bolger? Both. Mark Bolger, you know, I think he got the short end of the stick. You put him on a team less dysfunctional than the Rams. I think that's a perennial pro bowler. And uh, regarding curling, you know, I think we, we pretty much said all you can about curling last week. It's essentially shuffleboard on ice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is, right? Yeah. yeah. No, you, you push the little Well, thing. I understand it. But, but I, I mean, mean it looks like shuffleboard. The, well, you got the guy with the broom there. Um, Wait, it, don't you think like there are so many sports that aren't in the Olympics? That some, right, like that the sports that they do put in the Olympics, it's somewhat like a joke. How about the lady who runs around with the ribbon? 
You what? know, she's got like a stick with a ribbon. What? And she throws it in the air. There's or a, synchronized swimming a when they stick? all get Wait, in whoa, there. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's a ribbon stick in the Olympics. So in the gymnastics uh, of the Olympics, yeah, there's this like, it's essentially like a floor exercise uh-huh. where the the lady, gotta, it's, it's only gals. I don't know if guys do it or not. Well, anyway, they 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 got like a ribbon uh, on a stick, and they run around and they twirl the ribbon and they yeah, jump through yeah, it yeah. and stuff like that. It's son, like a circus. Son, do you know about this? Uh, I've never heard of it. Yeah, me yeah. either. Well, badminton is in the Olympics. Well, that's a sport. I mean, Shuffleboard. Well, that's uh, a sport. No, those are. They, they, is curling really a sport? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to you know the guy with the broom there. I mean, he's you know he's got to run. And... But I mean, baseball's not in the Olympics, gentlemen. Think about that. Huh. But ribbon and badminton are. And snooker is not in the Olympics. Snooker is not in the Olympics. No. It's horrible. Well, snooker should not be in the Olympics. Of course it should. Yeah, I'd put baseball a few levels above snooker there. (laughs) Yeah. What what do you think of your dad's obsession with snooker? Uh, It's on brand. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It's on brand. And the best part is with uh, Ronnie the Rocket O'Sullivan. He's discovered Oasis about 25 years too late, but always, always good to see that. Oasis and Train. Yeah, he says to me the other day, listen to this song, listen to this song. He starts playing me a Train song. I said, well, that's great, John. Where'd you get that? He goes, it's Ronnie O'Sullivan's introduction song. In fact, we're going to come up with Train in the next segment because PJ here, he's on top of everything. All right, uh, let's stay. Drops of Jupiter, PJ. Well, will you be wagering on the Super Bowl, Johnny Jr.? Uh, Bengals money line, and you can take that to the bank. Bengals money line, take that to the bank. There it is right there. What are they, like three and a half point dogs right now? I believe so. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was last night. Right. Okay. Well, that's our NFL analyst, John Hancock. He's joining the uh, Hancock and Kelly late night. He couldn't have some coffee before he came on (laughs) and had some energy about him. Well, he'll he'll be up by noon tomorrow. Uh, (laughs) We'll be back after this. Just left the gym. Thanks, guys. (laughs) See you later, John. On the Voice of St. Louis, KMOX. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Drops of Jupiter? Yeah. By train? Yeah, turn that up. It's the walk-up music for Ronnie O'Sullivan when he enters the snooker tournament. They introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, winner of 37 ranking event titles. A winner of 20 Triple Crown titles. May be the greatest snooker player of all time. Blake, and you'll miss him. The Rocket 
Ronnie O'Sullivan. Oh, boy. And they play this song. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. And so Junior also made reference to Oasis because this is his newest walk-up yeah, yeah, song, yeah. correct? Yeah, 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 he used yeah. to walk out to Oasis. Rockstar. Yeah. 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 So hey, I got it. Speaking of um, a rock star, yeah. I got to tell you. So I am obsessed with this thing called a sumo orange. What? S U M O. It's like, an orange. It's fat? a kind of orange. Are they really fat? Well, it is. It's yeah. a really odd-shaped orange, but it is the easiest orange in the world to peel. It is the absolute best-tasting orange I've ever had. You're kidding me. And it has a very small um it has a very small uh season, if you will, that huh. you can actually get it. And right now they are a, in the Is it a naval orange? Well, it looks like a sumo wrestler, so it's, it, big, it's, got, it's got an orange, but then it comes up to like a point at the top. Is it, and is it like a basketball size? No, no, no. It's like it's, the size of a regular orange. Well, it's got to be somewhat big if it's a yeah. So Google it, folks, and I would encourage you to go out and get yourself right, a sumo look, orange. I think you'd really like it. It's the easiest orange to chew. Look, he's what got it, it up on like? the screen right there, Johnny. What does it taste like? Well, it 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 oh. tastes like. An orange, it's but it's even better. There's no seeds in it. Uh-huh. It's really good. It's got a growth on it there. Right. It and that's make... that's the head on the sumo yeah, body. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like so that. but let so I go to the grocery store the other day yeah. to pick up my sumo oranges because yeah. they're in season right how many, now. How many sumo oranges? I bought five. Do you eat in a day? Oh, one. One. I've had one today. I had right. one on Sunday. Okay. I, right. I bought five. Okay. But the reason I'm telling you this is when and I'm you, at, you peel it and you it's super you easy put to the peel. little uh, what you call them wedges in your mouth. Like, oh like yeah, that? it's 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 oh. the easiest orange in the world. You don't to squeeze peel. it into a thing and no. make a no. Uh, why would I want to get all the juice? Well, I, I mean, all over my hands and then orange juice. Uh, and then see, I don't have a Georgian yeah. who comes in and cleans up after me. Well, you got like the, she does the gal you. that flushes your pillows. Yeah, the, she comes in every yeah. three weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. So I'm a very neat person. Mm-hmm. I like things tidy. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want a bunch of juice. Right. Around. So these oranges are really easy to peel. But yeah. I gotta get, let me get to the main point of my story. No, so do. I'm at the schnook. Dude, have you have you seen these robots that are at the Schnooks? Oh yeah, the the little guy that goes down the aisle. There. Okay, so yeah, it's uh, what would you say his the waist of this thing that that's on the floor is probably two and a half feet around. It's how I looked when I got married. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it just goes up and down the aisle, and there it has it kind of a longer stick on it. He's like six foot two. This guy. Yeah, and it's it's. You know, I, I, I guess it's reading stuff in the shelves, etc. I thought, I thought he was cleaning the floor. I did too. Yeah, but so, he's not. So I followed him for you about five minutes. Yes, because I didn't know what the heck it was doing. And what did he do? And so I was wondering. First, I thought he was cleaning the floor. Yeah. Well, he's not. It's he's not, not. It's not cleaning the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I thought, okay, wait, maybe it's counting the merchandise to make oh, sure a little you inventory. know. So that's exactly what it is doing. It oh, is doing inventory, that's what and then he's it, doing. it it sends a notice that like, hey, we're we're getting low on the craft mac and cheese, Ooh. or we're getting low on the, you know, whatever, so and it the puts robot, the thing back, and then they know to go out and restock the shelves. So the robot is checking on what is lacking on the shelves uh-huh. and reporting back to HQ, so yeah. they can restock the shelves, and then they restock the shelves. But let me just tell you, I, I was this guy, John. So here I am. I go to the Schnook store to get my sumo oranges. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I love it because you blink, and about three weeks, these things won't be in the stores anymore. Blink, and you'll miss it. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And I wound up spending ten minutes chasing this doggone robot yeah. around a schnook yeah. store because I'm like, what is this all so about? So did he go? Did he go up every aisle? Does he like go up the aisle and then and well, then turn? Anytime left somebody and... gets close to him, he stops. Oh, he quits moving. Oh. And so for a second, I started to realize that because I got I got too close you to him and he wasn't moving. And he, wow! And I'm like, what is this robot doing? Did you talk to him? Uh, no, I didn't. Does he talk? Well, I, mean, I don't know. Did you? I mean, if no, you, I didn't try to talk. Well, if you talk to but him, but uh, let me just tell you, the only back? other person that was fascinated with the robot yeah. at the grocery store yeah. was like a five-year-old kid. Oh. <laughs> so me and a five-year-old kid are walking around looking at this robot. And this sucker, but anytime you get too close to it, he stops. He doesn't move because he doesn't want to hurt anybody. And the next, the next story we're going to hear, folks, <laughs> is that Michael's going to go to the store. He's going to follow the robot, and some attractive blonde is going to be there, and she's going to be following the robot. And before you know it, bam! There you, there go. you go, love connection. Now there would that would be digital dating, yeah, wouldn't it? Would it? Be. Because it's the, then of. the robots are yeah. involved. Yeah, yeah. But no, I wound up ch- chasing the robot all around the store, and then so I now I'm sparking up a conversation. Chasing with the robot, PJ. Yeah. Would that not be a great name for a rock and roll band? <laughs> like Drops of Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, huh? chasing the robot. So I wind up yes. talking to one of the folks who works at the Schnucks. Okay. And I said to him, I said, "So tell me about the robot." And he goes, "Well, it's doing inventory, mm. and what it does is it 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 sends a computer message back to the stock room that we're low on this, that so that we can pull it out, and then we go when our Shelf stockers come out. The, the stuff's all together. They don't have to manually walk it, etc. Amazing. I said to him, I said, well, that's crazy because I thought it was cleaning the floors. That's what I thought. He said, no, there's a different robot that does that. No. Yeah. They have another robot that it, that it looks like a little small Zamboni. This is why. And it goes around and cleans the floors at the grocery store. This is why nobody's working out there. Because you got these robots out there that are doing the, you know. Well, you know, eventually the robots are going to be doing everything. Everything. And I've told you this, and you make fun of me, but I'll never forget listening to Elon Musk four or five years ago. You yeah. know, he's a weirdo. Yeah. Uh, and he was saying some weird stuff. Yeah. But he said something that really registered with me. He says, we are making robots right now that can move fast that, as we've ever seen, and soon there will be robots that will move faster than your eye can see. What? Yes. He, 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 have you seen like you know the, when they go to like football games and stuff? Now the robots are out there dancing with the marching band. These little robots that look like puppy dogs dance with the you know, well, and, and the never, zoo has one. Never seen that. Yeah, yeah, you have. No, and, I haven't. No, and so no, trust me, I haven't seen that. You, well, trust me, you should Google it. It's out there. But he's saying, Elon Musk is saying, look, we better start to regulate these robots. Or eventually, someday, we will have robots that are not only going to be doing our jobs, but will be able to move faster than the human eye, and we will have lost control. Well, He's putting the dancing robot up on the screen. Oh, there it you. is. Uh, but what you're telling me is, so if a robot moves faster than the eye can see, does the robot exist? Oh, well, yes, it exists. Is it, is it like the, the tree in the forest? If nobody hears it, does it really fall? Well, they're eventually going to be doing your jobs, and they're going to be driving your cars. Uh, right now, they're already stocking your shelves. Huh. Um, and I mean, isn't that crazy how how much that looks human like? The way they yeah. can move like and the, hold its balance. Well, it's like Rosie on the Jetsons. Right. Yeah. Well, Rosie is no longer the Jetsons. Something in the future. <clears throat> it's it's present day. Unbelievable. And look no further than when going to your local grocery store and seeing the robot move up and down the uh, the aisle. I'm very concerned about this. Are you? I am. Do you, would do you? Uh, 
Would you be worried that a robot would come in and do your job? Um, you know, like running campaigns? Okay, pro- maybe. Yeah, no. Really? No, no. Do you think a robot could do the job of um, uh, a stockbroker? Yes. Do you think do. the robot could do the job of a lawyer? Yes, I do. Why don't you think it can do your job? Well, because you know that's a that's a oh because it's John Hancock. And well, I mean, you got to have a certain je ne sais quoi uh-huh. to uh, be able to you know run a political campaign. It's not all you know by rote. How do you know? It's not all by the the book. You, well, you got to have a feel for things. You These gotta, things are going to take over. You got to have a feel for you know stuff. Don't you? Do you think that someday the talk shows won't be humans, but it'll be robots simulating no, voices I mean, talking you, to you? How do you know? <laughs> I mean, how do you know? Because <laughs> a robot will not just say. Uh, you got to have no. You got to have real. Three one four four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. Are you afraid that a robot's going to take your job? Huh? What do you do? We want to know what you do, and are you afraid a robot's going to do it? I'm convinced. That there's not a job out there today that a robot couldn't do. Uh, and that eventually someday that may be the case. You know, when I think of a lawyer, I think of somebody who's looking up and interpreting the law. Well, I think a robot, I think they can, you know, program an Einstein-like computer system to do that. When I think of a stockbroker, you know, they're the people who measure what's happening yeah, in the market. And yeah. They take your put call some over and here, put helps some over make there. decisions, gives you a call and says, hey, John Hancock you know, blah, 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 this, that, or the other. I think a robot could do it. I think a robot could run a campaign. No. Sure. No. I think someday, well, John, we're, you know, robots are going to be playing football, and we're going to be watching them play football. No. Why Why do you say no? Well, I mean, because you got Don't the, you, you think know, a robot's going to be driving a car someday? That, no. The car will be driving the car. Meaning the car's a robot. Well, the car's a, yeah, self-driving car. Well, well, why would, you know, he has to be able to, the robot would have to be able to make independent decisions and it'd have to know how to stop in a hurry, blah, blah, blah. The same kind of stuff you'd have to be able to do to run a campaign. Huh. And that's my point. Robots are coming for everything. It's not good. Started in the grocery store. I don't like it. Listen to this. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. Yeah. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. Actually, I think the name of the lead singer is Susanna Hoff. Hoff, H O F F S. Good, good, well be. Yeah, she's still got it going on. Has she now? Yeah, she's out uh, performing all the time. Huh. That's a one-hit wonder, right? The Bangles. Like, they also had "Walk Like an Egyptian." Do, do, yeah. do, 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 do. Yeah. You remember those songs? Yeah, uh, yeah. That was bad music in the eighties, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So. With the the pending storm, we're going to talk about snow yet in here in the next hour, but not yet. Let's just hang on to that. All right. But after we all just lived through the pandemic and working from home, got the COVID out. There's there's some things that have continued to linger, right? Uh And a couple of those to me are Zoom calls. That is something I had never done in my life. Me either. Prior to the pandemic. Me either. And. I feel like I'm on less conference calls now yes. and more Zoom calls. Yes. Yes. And it, it, it just, uh, there's a bunch of things about Zoom or 
I guess maybe at other people's offices, they may be called team meetings you know, whatever, or yeah, Google yeah. Meets. Yeah, you got go to meeting. Go to meeting. You know, There's Skype. too many of them. Yeah. But it all what it all comes down to is we're all standing in for sitting in front of our computers. Like the Jetsons. Yeah. And we've got the camera yeah. and everybody can look at us. Ugh. But here's a couple of things I don't understand. Number one, why if we're having a ten minute conversation? Do we have to be on something where we see each other? What was wrong with just doing a conference exactly, call? Exactly. I love those. Number two, when we have a meeting, what is the protocol for the camera thing, right? Because we're working from home. Well, you got to lift the camera up. You're, no, you're, I understand. Yeah. So I try to sit in the same spot. I try not to move around too much. Yep. I do wind up looking around, and then, you know, I never really look at the camera. No, no. no. I'm usually yeah. checking out the people who are yeah. in my yeah. boxes, and occasionally yeah. you're one of them. So yeah, I am. There I, I am. I kind of like, ooh, look at that shine coming off of his head. Uh, <laughs> what a fine-looking guy that is. Yeah, boy, what I wonder what he looked like with hair. <laughs> um, and so, you know, you're, you're looking around, but then this is what – does this happen on your calls? People will go to um, – they turn the camera off. yes. And then they'll turn it back on yes. about 45 seconds what's later. What's happening? Yeah. I want to know what's going on in those 45 seconds yeah. that they turn the camera off. Yeah. I'd also like them to teach me how to turn my camera off well, because I that, don't know how to push the camera button well, off. Well, you got that guy out there on CNN that, you know, got in Jeffrey trouble. Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, he got in all kinds of trouble because he was uh, but, whatever he was doing. So, but Matt, you you lived through COVID when you were going to university. Yeah. Um, and when your classes went online... Your professors required you yeah. to to have your camera on. Yep, that way they knew you weren't not enough sleeping. Or why would they care? Us... Because if you were sitting in the class and you were not enough sleeping, they wouldn't care, would they? Uh, some would. I mean, I took classes at Webster University, and the classes were pretty small. Oh, so if, small if, class size. If you were sleeping, they knew. And they I could, tell you, yeah, I ever tell you what happened to me in college. Well, you've said a lot of stories about what happened. Is it related to Matt sleeping? Well, yeah. So I'm in a. It's a lecture hall. And uh, it's a poli sci course. I'm at I'm at Mizzou, mm-hmm. and um, you know I was um, very good in the extracurricular activities there at Mizzou, like hanging out and drinking, drink. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so this was an eight ten class in the morning, and I stumbled in, and there I there I am, and there he's droning on and on. He's talking about party theory and whatever he's talking about. So apparently, um, I must have nodded off there. Uh-huh. And started snoring. Uh, apparently, when I nodded off, um, I began to massage the shoulders of the girl sitting in front of me. What? <laughs> yes. <And> so <laughs> you did? Yes. So she says, "Excuse me," and I wake up, and uh, there I was. So uh, that was that was the last time I attended that class that semester. Really? Yeah, I, I fell. As- I literally fell asleep and was giving a shoulder massage to some strange girl sitting in front that of me. You didn't know? No, no. Wow. No, not good, not good. Probably uh, would not go over well today. Well, I didn't uh, go over well it, then. No, no, she was not happy. She uh, was not happy with me. You and, probably uh, would be uh, kicked out of school uh, in today's uh, environment. I mean, I was just sleeping. I mean, I just, yeah, I fell asleep. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hmm. An unsolicited back massage? Yeah. That's enough to get you kicked out of school. Uh, stealing somebody's car? Don't worry about it. <laughs> We're not prosecuting you for that. So, Doesn't matter. So all of that is to say 
that on the Zoom calls, uh-huh. you need to stay awake. Yeah. It's important. Well, so I was just getting ready to ask Matt. So, Matt, you, you, when you're showing up in class, you, would, would you literally be in bed? A lot of times, yeah. What is it obvious to everybody that, um, like, everybody's sitting there with their laptop on their chest? I would try to prop up bed? the camera so you just see the, you know, the the plain drywall behind me. Not, you know, I wouldn't have the pillows. I wouldn't be laying down, but I'd be sitting. Well, here's the problem, though, with you, which I can get away with. But if you are just getting up in the morning with all that hair you got, yeah. you know, it's going to be flat on one end. And, you know, I mean, you're going to look like you just got to. And you too, Kelly. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure what I, I've never seen your hair first thing in the morning. Thank God. Thank yeah. the Lord. But uh, I'm sure it's got some kind of, you know, rough oh, no, contour. It's, uh, yeah, it's, whereas, whereas when I get up in the morning, I look exactly <laughs> like this. There's, there's no, you know. Was it completely obvious that your classmates were all in bed as well? A lot of them, yeah. Some would, would be laying down. They wouldn't hide it at all. Just, you know. Have you had that in any of your business meetings? No. No, no me neither. I have done no Zoom call so from bed. I, I have a Zoom call with a guy who literally does his Zoom from a basement. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes me wonder, like, when I say a basement, it's like the... Like, you know, the the exposed wood and the garden tools yeah, in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, really, that's what you've chosen as your background? Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I would be afraid of. But anyway, back to my point. Yes. These people, who, when they turn their camera off, it really annoys me. I want to know what's going on. At the same time, you point out, well, maybe it's a Jeffrey Tubin type situation. Well, I hope not. Yeah, I hope not as well. But there, there needs to be standards and, and and guidelines as to how we're going to do meetings going forward. Zoom if, etiquette. Yeah, I don't think we need to be able to see each other. I agree. I think it can all be a conference call. I agree. Now, I guess if if bosses want to make sure that you're actually checking in and showing up to your job at home, I get that. But shouldn't it be more along the lines of putting in a code or? You know, registering what you did that hour. Yes. Why does it have to be with a camera staring at us all the time? Couldn't agree more. Too many cameras. I don't like cameras. Do you buy into this? Um, yeah. Do you buy into this thought process? There's some people who swear that like those camera holes on your iPad, your iPhone, yeah. your computer yeah. can always be hacked and likely are being hacked at any given time. What? Yeah. So a lot of the younger folks in my office, what? they'll put. They'll put stickers over the camera hole. You mean you mean to tell me that the camera on my computer is always on? It can be hacked, and, and somebody's and always on. looking at what's going on. That's that's what a lot of people think. Oh. I don't know that I have a problem with the uh, maybe the camera. I don't like. Well, I don't have a problem with Alexa listening to me. Do you? I don't like that either. But Alexa, she's listening all the time. Because if you if you have an Alexa at your house, all right, don't say that. And the way that you're supposed here. to engage Alexa is to say, "Hey, Alexa." Yeah. Then you know she's always on. All right, stop saying that. I got my <laughs> phone over here. That's that's Siri. You're mixing them up. Uh, well, that, okay, don't say that either. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> yeah, no, I don't like <clears throat> any of that stuff. I don't like the fact that my phone, when I go to the, my PO box to see if anybody paid me that day. I don't like the fact that my phone says I'm six minutes from home when I walk out of the post office. I don't like that. Yeah, but maybe your wife has programmed that because you have a hard time finding your way around the neighborhood. <laughs> so she figures like like a puppy dog, I've always got to tell him where he's at. So I was I ran out tonight to go to your place. Yeah. And I got, uh, you know, I'm on out in Chesterfield, like heading down 40. I get to 270. I realize I left my phone at home. 
on the charger. <laughs> so I had to turn around and get my phone. It's a long story, but hey. I, fortunately, I got there in enough time. Breaking news. Yes. Snow's on the way. Yeah, thank you, buddy. We'll talk about it after Fortunately, this. Fortunately, I got there in enough time to win three <clears throat> games of pool with Michael. Uh, we'll be back after this on KMLX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.